every day our attitude was, I wonder what this day is going to bring. Mm-hmm. Like kind of have that that curiosity and that kind of open-hearted, like be open to the day. And you would always, and a lot of times you'd have little things coming up like, oh my gosh, we're going to hit the border of uh, Connecticut today. Or, hey, we're hitting the 2000 mile mark today. Or there was always something. We're going to go get to the uh, dragon's tooth. Those, there were yeah, days those like that. Help. Yeah. Those things helped. There yeah. were some days where it was just really hard and, you know, or maybe I would look ahead. I had to really remind myself to just stay in the moment. And as long as I could do that. Welcome to the Hiking Through Podcast. I'm Erin Egan, and this is the podcast where I talk to experienced through hikers about their adventures on the trail and strategies for successfully completing a through hike. Today's guests are Up and Adam, Pesky, and Lost and Found, collectively known as the Wander Women. They're known off trail as Christy, Annette, and Lynn. They've been hiking together for years and this year decided to tackle the AT successfully. In this episode, we talk about the food they will never eat again their notoriety in the mom set, and how staying in the moment, being joyful, makes the trail a never-ending adventure. Be warned, you'll probably leave this episode thoroughly entertained and inspired to tackle a trail of your own. You can find this episode and all previous episodes at hiking-through.com, where you can also find show notes, photos, and links for any gear mentioned in this podcast. You can also listen to us on Apple Podcast and all the other podcast places. Enjoy my conversation with the Wander Women. How are you ladies doing? We're doing great. Yeah. We're good. Been checking out the scene in Boston. Nice. Yeah. None of us had ever been here before, so it's kind of a fun thing. We're just seeing everything and trying to rest a little bit. <laughs> You know, we're tired. I don't know why you would be tired. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but so far what we've done is go for walks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we're still walking all over the place. Yeah. It's a little counterintuitive, guys. I got to tell you. I know. <laughs> are, you, are you having any of the post-hike issues in terms of uh, like feet swelling or anything like that or? Well, I kind of feel, I kind of feel more achy a little bit uh, today than I did the last two days. But um, I'm not sure what that is. No. <laughs> I don't. I don't think any of us have swelling feet or ankles. Yeah, or, no, they're not swelling. But I tell you, my feet at night are hurting. Mm-hmm. They're kind of aching in the night, which I had that off and on on the trail, but it's yep. still going on a little bit. Interesting. That's because we're yeah, <laughs> that could be. That could just be a normal thing. Yeah. yeah. Although it never happened before. But. It's your new normal. It's, yeah. Well, no, Probably. I hope it's not. Our <laughs> yeah. <normal>. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, why don't you guys introduce yourselves so uh, that I and the listeners can uh, kind of coordinate a face with, an, with a voice. Okay. So uh, I'm Annette. And I'm Christy. And I'm Lynn. Perfect. And what are each of your trail names at this point? Or what, what are the trail name, names you ended up with? 
Well, we we had the group name of Wander Women the whole time, but we had individual names. We just didn't use them much. But Lynn's is Lost and Found, <laughs> and mine, Christy, is Up and Adam, and Annette's. Yeah, I ended up as Pesky just because everybody started calling me Pesky because of the video from our YouTube video. <laughs> she plays a character called Pesky. Yeah, not that I'm Pesky in any way, shape, or form. the character was that a character that you had you guys had done or the skits like that have you done before that or did it was it sort of something to that developed on the trail it developed on the trail we had one of our youtube subscribers we did it we did a couple of skits that were just for fun and so somebody had written rodney one of our subscribers said hey do a scene from the walk in the woods and um, and it had been a long time since we saw Walk in the Rain. But we we remember there was a pesky hiker. So then we just kind of created the character of pesky, and then everybody liked it. And so then yeah. we just kind of kept doing some of it now and then. Yeah. And she knows way more than the rest of us, so she yeah. always let us know what we were <laughs> doing wrong, which was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's surprising so, that they made it through. <laughs> They would never have survived without you. I, I, I don't know. I don't think so. Well, and especially, she doesn't think so. And a lot of our followers say that too, that she got us there. Yeah. Just the tick information alone that may have saved their lives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I have to admit that watching the, the garage sale. Yes. I was fascinated with the things that were hanging off of your pack. Yeah. Oh, I guess a lot of people have that thing about not having stuff on the outside of your pack, but there's a certain, I like to have things on the outside of my pack so that, because I, I use them all the time and I don't want them on the inside of my pack, <laughs> you know, for different reasons, but it doesn't, didn't bother me at all, but it bothered a lot of people. Or watch this on the video. I was very interested also in your scrub glove oh yeah the scrubby glove that 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 thing when your feet when you take your shoes off and they have that mud Mm -hmm. that's just like you know some oh your feet sometimes just look scary so the scrubby glove you can just go down to the creek and like have the baby on and scrub your feet and they look beautiful (laughs) and it's you know it doesn't weigh anything and you can hang it on the outside of your packet it dries on its own and it's it's a good item now, was that something you started with or something you evolved to? No, I've, I've used it on a bunch for of years. Different, for yeah. years. Yeah. yeah, like I've been using it for over a decade. <laughs> Might be the same glove. Yeah. <laughs> did, did she convince you guys to get one? No. No, uh, no but you should see how ugly their no. feet are. <laughs> We just have dirty feet. That's right. We didn't want one extra thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I was kind of I was kind of digging the the rights of ownership thing. That that was brilliant. I know. I had just read an article. Oh, so it was something about uh, these the different energy companies and fracking and how they're selling off parts of their land, but they're maintaining rights of usership. And I think that popped into my head because mm-hmm. I, I never actually know what I'm going to say because we just do them on the cuff. You know, we're just like, we don't practice. We just say whatever we can. 
So who knew that was going to pop into my head? I, I did not. <laughs> but that, that could have been one you could have used for the entire rest of the of the hike. Yeah, if I yeah, if I could have gotten if I could have gotten these guys to carry some of my stuff, I I would have been happier. But it was more the heavy stuff I wanted them to carry. Yeah, mm. I tried on my birthday too. I tried on my birthday to get them to carry my water and your food, and my, and, food. and and for me to let for them to carry the food and then I could pick the items out that I wanted to eat. <laughs> we didn't do that. I didn't do that either. Yeah. We're not that good of friends. Mm-mm. You're not quite that gullible. No, <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> what did your base weights end up being? Well, I don't know if we ever, like a base weight is before food and water, right? Yeah. yeah. Or you can tell how technical we are. <laughs> I think our pack, I think our packs loaded. We're usually around, Somewhere between 22 and 25 pounds, yeah. depending on how much water we had and mm-hmm. food, of course. I, but I think my base weight was 15, mm-hmm. about when okay. I started. Mm-hmm. Our goal was to keep it 20, 25 and under. And I think we started keeping it around 22 for the most part, I yeah. would say. Yeah, and I think when my scrubby glove was wet, it was like 22.01. <laughs> <laughs> that was what pushed you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you, I mean, because you guys have done a, a, quite a bit of hiking and, and that kind of stuff beforehand. And you did some serious training beforehand as well. Yeah, well, we've been hiking for, we've been hiking for a really long time and backpacking. And together, probably, I don't know, 12 years together, because we, yeah. we lived in Colorado Springs. We worked, you know, I mean, we, all of our vacations were around some kind of, backpacking or hiking or whatever hiked all all the time yeah so when we retired but we'd only do like week-long trips at a time but when we we all retired in 2015 we did the colorado trail which Mm -hmm. is 500 miles and then the next year we did the oregon coast which was 425 miles um and we hiked the superior trail we're always hiking like as we travel we're always doing you know we'll go out and we'll do some backpacking Mm -hmm. loops and then we'll we'll do uh you know just go out and do day hikes you know some longer some shorter but we hike a lot Mm -hmm. this is the longest we've ever done though oh yeah yeah that was long really long (laughs) (laughs) six months and nine days yeah yeah yeah, and it, it's a uh, it's really different to be you know when you're doing something that intense for that amount of time, uh, it's it's a completely different activity than hiking or like doing a you know oh we're going to go out and do a seventy mile loop backpacking that mm-hmm. this is it's a con- it's a different animal mm-hmm. completely yeah. yeah was there was there anything in your packs that I mean I know that you know you started basically in late February. So you would have started in the winter and then you evolved to spring and then summer. But aside from like the changes that that requires, was there anything in your pack that you started with that, you know, you got to Neil's gap or, or, or a little bit further and you're like, okay, this is, is out. I am, I'm not going to carry this for the next however many thousands of miles. The only, because we backpacks so much we kind of knew but i i think we all got rid of when we got to damascus winter stuff yeah um winter but it's stuff we needed early on so i i really didn't have anything that i don't think any of us had anything that we didn't need that we got rid of did you uh no not really when before we did the whites i got rid of my little um 
learn Spanish through pictures book. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, you took out everything. <laughs> and a little, my little notepad that I was carrying, but yeah, uh, that, that was it. I didn't mm-hmm. really, yeah. Yeah. But, I think mine was just some cold weather stuff too. I, yeah, I really didn't have anything extra. I started trying not to carry as much food and I tried to not carry as much water if there was a lot of water along the trail. So when we'd come, so I wouldn't carry as much. And then when we would cross water, we would stop and guzzle a bunch of water. And I, so I kind of cut weight, I think a little bit on food and water at some point. Yeah. Like work to plan different. We all did. Yeah. Yeah. The food thing is tricky because you have to eat enough to keep your energy level up. So, you, you know, you have to have, you have to have food with you and food that you will eat, which can be hard. So it's kind of hard to cut down on your food, but we did. We really worked. Well, there's sometimes you just had too much junk. Like I I could go without so many M&Ms. I mean, (laughs) you know, like I would have something in there that I really didn't have to have that much of that I could cut out. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. tried to, what I, at some point I switched to, I would do, I would eat a breakfast and then I would eat snacks all day and then eat a dinner. And at some point I switched to eating a lunch and not doing so many snacks. So I rearranged because I needed more in the middle of the day. So then I got rid of some of the snacks and did more of a, you know, like a tuna tortilla or something in the middle of the day. So it's kind of rearranging, but you kind of get sick of the food and you're trying to be creative with the food and you feel like you're not eating healthy. I can't wait to just get back to eating healthy. Uh In our real life, we eat really healthy and, and, uh, you know, especially we don't have all this sugar stuff and a lot of sugar. and M and M's and oh, yeah. yeah. And you're resupplying at Dollar General or <laughs> you're like, oh well, convenience stores. Yeah. How was your diet out there? I mean, I, I know I, I talked to these, you know, twenty somethings, and and they're basically like a kindergartner's dream. You know, it's the pop tarts, it's the candy, it's the chips, it's the you know all of that kind of stuff. How was your diet? out there well we did a little bit of everything we did we did a little bit of uh, pop tarts for breakfast but then we get sick of them so we, yeah. a lot of times what we did most of the time was cereal yeah, with we, powdered milk yeah we would do like oat squares with powdered milk or because uh, the powdered milk had some protein we were always trying to find some mm-hmm. protein we would do breakfast instant, um, instant breakfast uh, carnation milk, yeah, yeah. yeah with and we'd add milk to that did the tuna and salmon with cheese on a tortilla a lot. Yeah, that that was like, yeah. our, okay, I think I can make myself eat this, and yeah. it's probably the healthiest I can yeah. do, and it has good protein. Mm-hmm. We almost always had, like, cheese sticks. Yeah. And dried fruit, nuts. nuts. We do a lot of dried fruit and nuts. It takes a lot of self-talk to get yeah. you to, self- to eat tuna and tortilla and cheese day after day after day. Mm-hmm. It takes a lot of good self-talk. Because it's just like, okay, all right, I can do this. And if we leave a town, we would try to throw in a piece of pizza that was left over for that evening or a sandwich at Subway or something just to change it up, just to get something different. And then when it was cool in the winter, we did more sandwiches. We carried like a sandwich for two days or something because, you know, we were able to do that. But And sometimes we'd have oatmeal for dinner. Yeah. I saw that. Yeah. 
we'd have a couple of packs of oatmeal. It wasn't the greatest thing, but it was warm. It was a hot meal. Right. And we got kind of sick of cooking. I mean, we didn't want to cook anymore. Every once in a while, we'd, we'd have didn't ramen. Hardly at all, yeah. Yeah, we'd have ramen, but we probably had ramen 10 times on the entire yeah. six months. I mean, just don't. Yeah, you just—I don't know. I—I I, uh, we had already gotten sick of backpacking meals before we before we came yeah. on the trip. Yeah, I mean, from our last backpacking trip, we're like, no, we can never do that again. Yeah. yeah. So we didn't cook any dehydrated meals. We didn't nope. uh, do any yeah. of that. So mm-hmm. it was really—it was different, but um, we all survived. We—I think yeah. you know—I think we all. I, I weighed myself at the. Um, the bus, we took a bus and they had a little baggage weighing thing. So I stepped up on that platform and weighed myself. I weighed exactly what I weighed when I left Colorado Springs. So yeah. I didn't lose any weight, but yeah. um, I don't know. In a way, that's good because people were really struggling with, lo- you know, get, losing too much weight and feeling not themselves. Yeah, and, but men, men really seem to struggle with that. Some, some, A lot of the men really struggle with losing weight early on. Yeah. And they don't feel good they worry about it we didn't have that problem <laughs> <laughs> women seem to do well i think yeah 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 i yeah i agree they're they're more built for that type of thing i guess i think, I think so i think so yeah I, I mean if you really think about what you're doing every day out there like i mean you're hiking for 8 10 11 12 hours a day to the fact that you, your body is able to do that yeah. and not drop any pounds is almost like miraculous you're yeah. like how the heck does it do but, that? but we all lost size because we all started with like a medium sized belt on our packs mm-hmm. partway through we had to order small belts so we lost like fat and it mm-hmm. turned to muscle and so we're trimmer but we didn't really lose weight so mm-hmm. you know supposedly right. muscle weighs more that so yeah look trimmer didn't really lose weight yeah all of your clothes fit better yeah yeah they're a little loose uh yeah yes less yeah. tight we yes. don't really know because we're, we're still wearing the same hiking so <laughs> <laughs> we, have we had one set the, yeah. like trip. The, <laughs> the least attractive people in boston with our hiking clothes on. um yeah anyway I'm sure that when we get when we get home and uh, we can kind of put on some of our regular clothes, we can be like, "Oh my God, I look yes. incredible!" <laughs> <laughs> so I, I take it you guys are wearing this wardrobe, uh, for lack of a better word, uh, essentially until you get to Colorado or back to Colorado. Yes, yes, yes. right. Which is Wednesday. We're gonna go. Home. We're gonna fly home Wednesday morning. Is there any food that you will never, ever, like you can't even, even starving, you cannot force yourself to eat it anymore? Couscous. <laughs> yeah. I only had Pop-Tarts one time on this trip and I was like, I can never have another Pop-Tart in my life because mm-hmm. I don't like them anyway. And there was just something about it. It was just like compressed dust with, <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I don't think I'll do it. The last little Debbie oatmeal with frosting in the middle of it. Never again. It was just, <laughs> it was awful. Never. I ate a whole bunch kind of at first and then I just couldn't. Anymore. You couldn't do the tortillas. That and I had to quit tortillas. I couldn't, I just eat the tuna out of the packet. I couldn't eat tortillas anymore with it. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we had, Christy and I were splitting. We would split, like we'd get a package of tortillas and split them and, and then, you know, each of us would have our tuna packets or salmon or whatever. 
We got this one bad batch of tortillas. It, it was oh. like wallboard, except as thin as our tortilla. Oh. I mean, it was just like, oh my god! You had to wash it down with water. It was because that's when we were in the hundred mile wilderness, and we were really hungry, and we yeah. had to eat it. Yeah, unfortunate. I was just going to say those freeze-dried meals we were sick up before yeah. and the couscous we had we used to cook. We that, can't have it all. There's a lot of that stuff I can't even look at. We we have mashed potatoes and some mashed potatoes a few times, but even that, you know, it's like where you start to cheek everything. Mm-hmm. You're, you're okay with like, putting it in your mouth. It seems like you're doing okay. And then you realize, oh, wait, I haven't actually swallowed any of this. And then you're like, oh, yeah. it's going to be hard. Yeah. Your Your gag reflex is ready? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. How were you guys with that? Because from your from your videos, I could see that like hiker hunger was alive and well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then you're also, you know, I just you can't eat whatever couscous or or whatever it was. And you certainly can't eat enough to get away from the hiker hunger, it seemed. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you'd notice it. It's kind of weird. It's like you're hungry is just one part of it. It's, it's But it's lack of energy is what I was feeling at the end. Like in that 100-mile wilderness, we were eating, but I just – there were days where you just didn't feel like you had energy. Like yeah. you you just didn't have the energy, and so you were waiting, you know, to a certain time to eat again. And then you would eat, and you would feel energy for about an hour. And then you would not feel energy. You were burning through your food. It was just an mm-hmm. energy source that you burned through really quickly. So it wasn't just being hungry. It was just trying to um, get, keep your body going, <laughs> feeling strong. Because when we would eat, even when we had that spaghetti middle, meal, yeah. and really the woman picked us up, Tammy and her husband picked us up mm-hmm. in the middle of the wilderness, took us to Milanaka. We ate all day long. Yeah. And the next day I felt, at the end of the day of the next day, I started feeling Yeah. It didn't last long. It's like it burns. It would just burn through you. Yeah. I think it's just over. That's long-term stuff. Like it just mm-hmm. felt like you're weary. Yeah. But that that is the advantage of the AT perhaps over some of the other distance trails is that you do, you know, go through towns more often and you you can eat. You can load up so and like eat. If, yeah. you didn't, if you had three or four days out, you know, camping out on the trail, you, you knew that on that third night or that fourth night or fifth, whatever, you're going to go to town and you're going to be able to get some kind of real food, you know, something that you can actually eat. And I found, I, you know, there's time, I think where it really, I noticed it is that this trail was so strenuous all the time. Mm-hmm. Like if you had a question where, I remember when we did the Colorado Trail and there were times where you were walking in a non-strenuous day, like you might go, oh, this is an easier day. Yeah. And you, you can go for a long time, but when you were kind of depleted and it's so strenuous every single day, yeah, you really notice that depletion yeah. a lot more, or you burn through it fast or something. Cause you could deal with hunger easier than the, your body just feeling. Yeah. You just tired. almost, you get lightheaded. Mm-hmm. The, the you hard, just hardly can go. You're just, just like, like, Oh my God, yeah. it's, it's the, really hard. Yeah. The hardest thing, for me, it was not the hunger, it was the humidity. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if enough people talk about what it's like mm. to be in that kind of heat and humidity. Yeah, that's worse than hunger. Exerting yourself yeah. day after day after day. And then at the end of the day, you're done and you get into your tent and it's, you know, hundred. it feels 100%. I mean, it's so mm-hmm. humid and you, everything is sticking to you and all your stuff is damp and smells terrible. You're yeah. just like, oh, this is... <laughs> this is and you can't get enough water on those days. Yeah. 
Yeah. You're drinking an electrolytes. We really, during those humid day, uh, times, we did the electrolytes, and that really helped. Yeah. We really had to add that in our Yeah. Drink. At first, we started out, we weren't doing it. When it was cool, it wasn't yeah. a problem. Yeah. Now, when you say electrolytes, like what electrolytes were you using, and were they just in the water, or were they tablets that you were taking it? In addition, we just picked up the little propel, the propel uh, that have the light or, the or, or yeah. yeah, we use the emergency some the, the powders time. that yeah. you know, yeah, we could in our water and and it did help. It did help. I mean, it actually did. It help. really did. It made a difference. Yeah, I was. I could feel I, it. I think I had the 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 most adverse reaction to the humidity, or maybe I was imagining that, but. I really struggled with it. Mm-hmm. And it zaps yeah. you. You are zapped. Yeah. One day Chrissy said, it's like, you feel like you're, you can look, we can look at each other. Your face is bright red. You know, the, your sweat is just like rolling off of you, just like running off your face. Like it's a faucet, but it feels like you're, you're trying to like, you're going uphill, like everything is uphill. And it feels <laughs> like you have a hot washcloth pressed to your face yeah. that you're trying to breathe through. I mean, it's just like, oh, yeah. tough. Oh. Well, and it's also very wet, meaning like precipitation wise. So it's not like you could leave yeah. your rain fly off and, and hope that you don't get wet. No, you never That's dry. That's right. That's yeah. right. You have to, your clothes are always damp. I yeah. mean, you take them off, they'd be kind of dry. But in the morning, even in your tent, everything's just damp all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, being from Colorado, we weren't used to that. Mm-hmm. Everything dries instantly. So mm-hmm. it was hard for me. Everything was always damp, cold and damp or warm and damp. Yeah. <laughs> hard. <laughs> but and that, all of that. Is, and we loved it. Yeah. And, but that, we had a great right. time. All of that's part <laughs> of yourself. You just kind of say, okay, you do it. Oh, you just keep accepting yeah. stuff. Oh, okay. So that's, that's the way this yeah. is. And you just roll with it. You just keep going with it. And you kind of try and make a joke out of it. Or, I mean, really like Lynn and I both have really, uh, mosquitoes love us. And then we have that kind of allergic reaction to them. So we wear long sleeves and long pants a lot because yeah. of that. And I, I mean, my hiking shirt, my long sleeve hiking shirt, could, it could, it was so stiff with salt and sweat. It was yeah. just like unbelievable. And then you, you put it like, on again the next yeah. day. And you put yeah. it on the next day. Yeah. 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 It was like, oh my God. But that, and you just like, oh well. Yeah. Yeah. But there's something about that too, where you, I don't know, it's like a different experience too, where you realize you could, you could live, you could do that if you had to. Yeah. Yeah. You're not going to die. I know. Exactly. I kept picturing uh, Catherine Hepburn in African Queen, you know, yeah. when she's <laughs> out there in the Legion. I was like, oh, yeah, oh, this yeah. is tough. I'm doing it. <laughs> so you basically had one one outfit, correct? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's your hiking. Yeah. I had I had um, a short sleeve hiking shirt and uh, a long sleeve hiking shirt and then the zip off pants. Right. And then uh, I had a. Uh, um, a pair of nylon shorts that I slept in, and a t-shirt, and a yeah, another just sleeveless shirt to sleep in, which you almost have to have because um, when and when you're sleeping in hostels and stuff, because it's all mixed dorm stuff, you can't like really lie around naked like you'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> you have to have something to sleep in, and maybe the true, true, true diehard people sleep in insane. No, I can't imagine. Clothes, but I can't imagine. It's I, just a, your yeah. clothes, you just want to get the wet clothes off and get yeah. something dry. Yeah, just just something, I mean, it's just a few ounces that yeah. have a pair of nylon shorts. Yeah, yeah, worth it. Even though you say it's a few ounces, 
I mean, people get, can get militant about even a few ounces. Yeah, they can. Oh, they can. And, and they might be sleeping in the same place. We don't. I know. <laughs> we just had to have that little bit of comfort. Yeah. 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 The, the cutting off the handle of your um, toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. They probably get done a lot faster than us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They go by us. It's such a blur. We didn't have a chance to talk to them about what they're packing. <laughs> Oh, we passed somebody one time, a couple. Of course, <laughs> later we found that she, was, she wasn't feeling well. But when we passed them, the guy said, oh, yeah. He, later he said, you went by us like we were tied to a tree. <laughs> Which I love that line. I didn't get to use it very much, but I loved it. <laughs> Did you guys travel with a family or was it really just the three of you and then you sort of people would come in for a couple days and then they would be gone and and that kind of thing yeah yeah that's we had yeah a couple a few different people that we'd have for two or three days a couple people that we had for a little bit longer than that but most everybody was faster than us so they just kind of move on well, we started with a group. When we started, there were a lot of people starting, and there were a group of young people that we were with all the way through Georgia, and really, actually, probably to Hot Springs. I think at Hot Springs, the young people took off. Yeah. Um, we, we were on Instagram with them so we could see what they were doing, follow them, and talk to them that way. And then, um, but one, you know, Young Gun was with us. We met him on the border of New uh, Georgia and uh, North, Carolina. North Carolina. Yeah. And we bumped into him all the way, all the way. And, and then there was a group of guys that we kind of hiked with there for, I don't know, maybe a month. We would, we would all be kind of together, um, mm-hmm. not necessarily making a plan with them, but yeah. we would all kind of end up together. And so we, and we, yeah, we hiked with Dodger Dog. Yeah. With Meg for a mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. So, you know, different people, but for the most part, it was just, it was just us that was yeah. consistent. And it's nice, I think, um, now that the trail is over, that we have each other to talk about the trail with. I think other people go home and they don't have anybody to talk to, you know? Yeah. And we have each other to keep talking about the trail and the, our experiences. The experiences. And Something will pop up and remind mm-hmm. us. Because and-, it, and it makes sense that it's this way, but we, we all, we totally get that it means absolutely nothing, almost, to anyone who hasn't done it. I mean, it's just like, you know, you'll be talking to someone and you're like, oh, yeah, you know, I hiked the Appalachian Trail. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay, great. Hey, um, you know, <laughs> it's, it's, that's normal. That's like natural, I think. But it does help that we have each other and that we know, we know we what know we've everything. gone through. Yeah. yeah. Because it's impossible for people to understand the the absolute overwhelming experience that it is really, how you you know, you're in like the first couple of months when it was so cold, we were like in survival mode. You're, you're, you, in, you know, I told these guys, I said, well, I'll commit to a month because I didn't know if I really wanted to do it. But then it's like you're so busy trying to just like do it and stay alive that you're like, you're not like, I don't never feared for my life, but, you know, do it without getting frozen and all that. That it's like you never even think about quitting because you're just like focusing on, OK, what do I need to do to like, you know, keep it going kind of thing. It's in, it's really um, it's so strenuous of a trail. It's like, like all kinds of different feelings with it because we loved every minute of it. I mean, it, it was like the most epic thing we've ever done. I mean, meeting the people, it was just like the most amazing thing ever. Right? Yeah, it but really it was, was so strenuous that when I look back, like there were times 
when we were in Maine and somebody we were connected with her just starting the whites, we'd go, oh, oh my God. I mean, it was like a trauma <laughs> response to <laughs> think back. I think, oh my God, I'm not, I'm so glad I'm not there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was so, so hard. Yeah. And I think partly because we are totally regular people. I mean, even though, yeah, we hike and we backpack before, we are not, we're not endurance athletes. We're not marathoners. We've run marathons, but you know, like the kind where it takes you four hours, but we're not the like high performance athletes. Like a lot of the people, yeah, a lot of the people that are out here are like endurance runners and, and they do, you know, 50 mile trail runs and, I think they're able to go a lot faster and, and, you know, have that capability. We were, we're like totally average in that respect. I think we're just like three, you know, three women of our age who thought, Oh yeah, we're in good enough shape. We should try. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, we know, we knew mentally and emotionally we could do it because we love it. Yeah. We we have that piece. And we love to do something hard and we know we Mm -hmm. could, we have the self talk to get through really hard stuff. I mean, I love that. Yeah. But we just didn't know if our, how our bodies would hold up uh, if we would stay injury-free, and, you know, if your feet and knees can handle it. That was our really big concern with mm-hmm. that. I knew mentally I could, yeah, I could do it. Even to the hard stuff, I knew I could get. I, I knew we could yeah. all do that. Mm-hmm. But we were just shocked that all of our bodies held up. Yeah. I mean, I just can't believe it. We did it. <laughs> I mean, not that they didn't hurt, but <laughs> right. What do you think? I don't know how much you guys know about this podcast and or kind of the the premise of this podcast, which is uh, I'm essentially gaining information and and talking to experience through hikers about their, you know, experiences on the trail, but also how they did it successfully. Next year, I plan on doing the PCT and it will be for my 50th year. Yay! (laughs) Well, I'm good. You're young. You're, 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 yeah, you're good. You can do it. <laughs> so, so your guys' journey up the AT at your ages and with your experience levels or and your experience of that are very, very interesting to me, <laughs> to say the least. Yeah. We have another advantage that we notice is with, you know, compared to some of the other people that we were out there is we love to camp. All of us. We, we love, love it. We love camp. the camping part. That was, And yeah. some people do not, you know, so they're always trying to figure out a way. Like if I hike five or six more miles, I can get to town or I can stay at a. Yeah. And, and we're like, hey, we're just going to stay out here, you know. Yeah. We did do a lot of prep on our feet. Yeah. I saw that. Please. Yeah. So as we've gotten older, we've had more ailments. And so. We've done a lot of stretching and we did the feet exercise. I hurt my, I got injured when we did the superior trail, um, which was September. It was like five months before we started the Appalachian trail. So I had to figure out how to get my foot, how to get my feet better. So we started doing strength and stretching, stretching exercises on our feet. That made a huge difference. And even when we're out there, we took time to stretch and do some of those feet exercises. We have you know, Annette uses, we use these toe spacer thing. We use, we have from so many years of having some issues, we've created solutions. Right. We're very solution oriented. And yeah. And we try to stay balanced out there where we're not. Um, we noticed if we did 20 plus miles, we were pretty wore out the next couple of days. So if we did that, we would be heading into town for a zero or something, or we'd be getting out of weather. We try to just not kill ourselves with miles and just try to be more balanced and steady. 
And we, I think we were able. I think that worked. That worked. Well, it did work. And and then then the eating and the drinking um, water, Mm -hmm. you know, really hydrating ourselves. We, I think all of that helped us. And then also to have fun. I mean, we really Mm -hmm. tried to have fun and make it light. And really, uh, honestly, the the journey. Every we were in the moment, and we tried to stay in the moment of every day. Work the best. Like, yeah. uh, I, I hear a lot of people talking about how they, you know, weren't enjoying the actual hiking part. Like, oh, you know, you're just like in there, it's the big green tunnel. I, I never felt Mm-mm, that way. Me either. I mean, there's so much to see mm-hmm. when you're hiking in the forest. I mean, there's different little plants that are coming up, or when the, you know, when the leaves came on the trees at first, it was just like this a surreal mm-hmm. experience. Mm-hmm. Like, all of a sudden, everything just went green, and all these birds showed up, and the bird song was everywhere, and you just like you could hardly contain yourself. It was mm-hmm. so amazing, and and as it you know goes on, as there's mushrooms and lichens and moss, all this yes, beauty. textural beauty mm-hmm. and color, and you you just become completely uh, like the green, the amazing shades of green everywhere. That has some effect. I, I mean, I was really moved by the whole experience yeah. of being every day, every day out, outside. And absolutely beautiful every single day. I mean, really, there was beauty yeah. and birds singing and yeah. the loons, you know, hollering. And I mean, you just felt like, if you, but you had to take time to notice it. Yes. And, and the other thing I think that gave us, that really gave me energy is to, to, connect, to connect with people. Right. So I think absolutely. sometimes I've, I could see where there was a time where we ran into this older guy who was doing some show magic and he wanted to talk. Mm-hmm. And so we talked to him for a long time. Young gun was there and we all talked to him for a long time. And we saw some other people coming up the trail. So we said, okay, we're going to go. Cause we figured those people would talk to him too, you know, give him a chance to talk to somebody. And they just kind of blew right by him. Then they blew right by us. Because they wanted to get miles, which is okay. But I thought, you know, there was something about connecting with people that gave you a joy of the trail and energy to keep going. I don't know. It was just like really. Um, yeah. Maybe my favorite part of the yeah. trail. And and being open. This is, this is the gift that we um, yeah. figured out at one point is we would set a goal. So we might say, okay, let's do 15 miles to this shelter today. That's where we're heading. And within that day, it could be completely different than what we expected because we were open to whatever came. And there were times where that happened. We ran into Dan Quinn in Vermont. We, we walked out four miles. We were going to walk over to this little farm store. Here's this guy on this porch, calls us over, and our whole day changes. We, yeah. He slacks us. He cooks us a big meal that evening. I mean, so we, we liked, we set a goal to move us forward, but then we were totally open to whatever the trail yeah. provided. Or, yeah. And those were some of the best days. And we might, have, we might only do 10 miles, yeah. you know, on a day like that. But it was it was worth it. Yeah. And that kind of stuff made brought you joy. And the joy keeps you going. Yeah, it does. It helps. Did did you guys notice and, and I mean notice in the sense of you know how everybody talks about being grateful each day and, and things like that now? And that's kind of what I'm using the word notice in context. Um did you guys notice yourselves? being joyful or being grateful each day or would it just kind of sneak up on you and and then you'd realize that you were having that moment yeah a little both sometimes 
every day um, our attitude was, I wonder what this day is going to bring. Mm-hmm. Like kind of have that that curiosity and that kind of open-hearted, uh, like be open to the day. And you would always, and a lot of times you'd have little things coming up like, oh my gosh, we're going to hit the border of, you know, uh, Connecticut today, or, hey, we're hitting the 2000 mile mark today, or there was always something. We're going to go get to the uh, dragon's tooth. Those, there were yeah, days those like that. Help. Yeah. Those things helped. There yeah. were some days where it's just, really hard and you know or maybe I would look ahead I had to really remind myself to just stay in the moment and as long as I could do that it was much better and then I could enjoy whatever was in that day yeah but there were times where it would sneak up on me where I would go I'd have this overwhelming feeling I said to Annette like I think I'm experiencing eye joy yeah (laughs) because my eyes there were times where my eyes I can't even explain it would see something and it was an overwhelming feeling mm-hmm. in my of sight of I guess, yes, like, like, like this feeling. color would just it was amazing but and I would feel really strong and in this rhythm where I think golly I love my life you know I just feel really grateful I'm so happy I'm out here walking and I'm I mean you just yeah and you know really grateful really aware of the gift of being alive really aware of the fact that right now we're healthy and that is a gift and really feeling that because when you're moving and your legs are moving and you're walking like that and you're climbing really feels good. Yes, exactly. And they're early on, like in Georgia, everybody talks about the the puds, you know, but early on, if you're kind of tuned in um, as you're hiking, you realize the meditative quality to it. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't take you long to realize that railing against the hill or the, <laughs> yeah. oh my God, does, the weather. You, does you, you know, no good. Yeah. yeah. So it's a waste of your energy. It's a waste of energy. And so not, you get to the point good. where you're in it. You're only in that moment and you stop thinking, oh, this is a stupid hill. Or, <laughs> you know, why do you go up and down, up and down? You stop questioning the trail the trail is just this neutral thing mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and you are on it and you're having this experience and you're doing it and you stay open to it and like that pointless yeah kicking a yep. rock god what are the switchbacks i can't believe it doesn't have switchbacks yeah. or or the weather oh it's stupid rain i got you know yeah. we just said wow it's nice to walk in the rain i mean really it was kind of fun walking in the it rain that bad, um no. but really embracing whatever it was is a really big mental piece of it. Yeah. I think it does make it much easier. Yeah. Not that we didn't have our moments, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I saw that not, th- and this was actually, I think one of the times when you guys were, were a little incredulous, but also joyful uh, was the, oh God, where were you? Uh, oh, after you guys were laughing and you just couldn't yeah. stop. Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. in the lights. We were in so much pain and tired. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. They were hard. The whites are hard. And, yeah. and and I think in that, I don't know what the philosophy of the ATC is or the trail maintainers in different areas, but there are parts of that trail in New Hampshire where you are, it's just like a big eroded trough. Mm-hmm. You're just, mm-hmm. it's not like a trail. You're just hiking in this erosional ditch. With, yeah. You know, this boulders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you're like, I'm not. It was a non-trail in a lot of ways, non-trail, yeah. but it was just really painful and hurt your knees. You know, we did 1,800 miles, and we felt 
great. We got to the whites and our knees were killing us, our feet. And we started questioning, oh my gosh, are we going to make it? Because it's, we're doing this, you got to do it, but it wasn't a walk on a trail. You were not hiking. You were yeah, scrambling around and scooting around over yeah. Boulder Field for a really long time. But you, because you do know that you're going to do it, you do have to like laugh about it and make yourself look at it. Like, why are we doing this? You know, like, <laughs> and that's kind of where we were. That's where we were that morning. Is we had the hardest day ever. Just you just feel like you couldn't take one more step. It was unbelievable. You're really barely moving. You get to camp. It was my body. Our bodies were twitching and aching all night. I mean, and then you face another day. Yeah, of the yeah, same yeah. thing, and you just go, "How in the world are we going to do it?" So we were kind of laughing about yeah. some different things. I don't know how we got tickled, but I think we were just so tired. You got but, a little yeah. punch drunk, kind of. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But we got a kick out of that. We just really, yeah, got us going. <laughs> it, there is kind of a comedy to it, mm-hmm. really. Yes. Like what in the heck are we doing? Yeah, what are you yeah. doing? What are you doing this for? I mean, it's just like you're just have to, but we're just doing it. It's yeah. You've chosen All to be all. there. Yeah, yes. We and we had we had such a great time. I mean, and we were ha- not just that. As we look back, we can say, "Oh, we had a great time." We were having a fabulous yeah, we time were. the we whole were. time. Yeah, we were. You know, doing the thing, and you know just being outside all the time and experiencing that and meeting the people yeah. and stopping talking to all the you know people going the other direction or all the section hikers or man, our story is like, it's okay. But there are some people out there <laughs> with some great stories. Yeah, there are some father, daughter, father, son, yeah. mother, daughter teams yeah, out yeah. there that you're just talking to them. You're just like, this is so incredible. Yeah. yeah. You know? Just really cool people. It, I tell you, the Appalachian Trail was cool in that you could go off in these little towns and you could, and we stayed at hostels, never stayed in a hostel yeah. in my life. And yeah. um, <laughs> it was just like, wow, it's just the coolest thing. And going through all the, you know, the different states and the, and just, you just can't believe, and sometimes you just can't believe that you walked from Georgia to Maine. I know. Like, I just it's can't. the most believe. amazing yeah. thing. Yeah. When we started, we said, it's kind of like this kind of Americana, this lure of, this is like a piece of Americana to do the Appalachian Trail, more than the other two long-distance trails, you know. It, it, it has this... Quite a community. Yeah. yeah. The people who love it, they, they have, some of them have never hiked it, and, and they just love it. Mm-hmm. They love the idea of it. They love doing trail magic, or they love connecting to hikers. That is really something Mm -hmm. to be a part of to be in that flow with people and um, we did not know or expect that at all i mean it was a really surprise it was such a surprise to us yeah and and meeting the people that in our regular day-to-day life we would have never met that were amazing people yeah it's really fun yeah were you guys starting to get a reputation while you were out there meaning that like people that were coming up behind you or people that were crossing you going south kind of knew who you were? We did have some. Yeah. A little bit, yeah. From the, um, I think from the videos or the Facebook page. Somebody, some people would say, oh, I've seen you guys on the Facebook or yeah. the videos. We, you know, or or my mom watched. My mom watched. We get it. that a lot. <laughs> we have these young 
that was like, can I get your picture? My kind mom of, loves you guys. You know, kind of the guys were kind of a little bit, they were rugged, you know, and they'd be like kind of a little bit aloof and stuff. And then we'd be out you know, like when we were in a town and we were walking, they'd walk up next to us and they'd be like, hey, uh, can I get a picture with you? My mom watches you guys. <laughs> We love that the we moms are watching. It. Yeah, we did. We, that was fun. Uh, you're, you're giving them street cred. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Our biggest joy of doing that, you know, we did the YouTube video really just for my, like my mom to our see family. what we're doing, our friends and yeah. family. But, um, but people over here on this, they, on this uh, community love to watch those. So they, a lot of people connected in there. But to hear of the people, Oh, yeah. That have written us and said that you make me want to get outside. You make me want to hike. I'm gonna. I'm out hiking again. Yeah, that yeah. has been. That's what yeah. we really wanted. Yeah. And that is the best thing that's happened. You made me think this, I, I could. Think. I could do it. Yeah. yeah. It's it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. What was your friends and family's response when you said you were going to do it? They totally. I think supported us 100%. I mean, yeah, because we do stuff all the time. I thought they said, Oh, man, you guys, that's great. Okay. Uh, yeah, my mom support my mom and dad supported it. And my mom sent shoes to us. <laughs> she loved that. She was a part of it. Yeah, she was our, little trail angel yeah. from Colorado. But yeah, I think people. Yeah, I think that they did. Whether or not people can see themselves doing it, they still have an appreciation for the fact that you're living your life, you know, doing the things that you want to do, which is a good, a good model, you know, for like my nieces and, and uh, my nephews and stuff, you know, they're like, you know, how cool that you're out doing this Mm -hmm. because it's so much better than, than, you know, be just like giving up or not doing anything. Or, I mean, just the idea that you can go out and try stuff. The people that go out and and think they're going to hike the whole trail and end up, you know, doing 200 miles or 800 miles or 50 miles or whatever it is that they do, it is still an amazing mm-hmm. accomplishment yeah. and something that they're out there and something that they should feel good about. And, and you know, people who are just like saying, you know, they do that now, the ATC does that 14-state challenge, which I think is a great idea. It gets people out sampling mm-hmm. the trail in every state. and Mm-hmm. How cool mm-hmm. that yeah. you involve more people, that you draw more people into the community yeah. by saying, look, you don't have to be a through hiker, a through hiker or stupid, right. rugged, but you, but you can go out and enjoy this and, and have the same experience of staying in a hostel or staying in a shelter and meeting people and, and doing all that. Whatever you yeah. want. Yeah. 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 And you guys are sort of ambassadors for that because you, you've opened up the, the idea and I know, like, you were, I think it was, was it Aces or something was also out there? I saw his part, kind of, you kept running into him. Who was that? I want to say it was Aces. It was this older man, big white beard. Uh... Oh, um, Halo. Halo. Maybe it was Halo. Oh, Q. Okay. Q. Maybe Q and Halo. Q, Q, that was it, Q. Yeah, we love Q. Yeah, those guys are doing great. He he sort of reminded me of a jolly Santa Claus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now they're quite nice. a story. That's quite a story right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're gonna come in on the fence. Yeah, they're gonna mm-hmm. they're almost there. Yeah. They're they're coming up behind you? Yeah. Yes. We met them we met Q on our first day. We were at the Amicalola 
visitor center and we were walking out when Q was walking in yep, yep. and, uh, and we were, we were, you know, we hiked with him for a little while, but then they, um, he was always just about a week behind us or we, they were ahead of us for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And Halo, Halo writes for the trail journals and then, a um, RG, there's a group of three older guys and they've been hiking together and, um, they're going to summit on the fifth and they are amazing. Really amazing. They're all super, super nice, kind-hearted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Really just nice, regular. Nice. Yeah, just great people. Yeah. Did you have people when you were on the trail coming up to you and and saying, oh, I see you out here doing it. Um, maybe I'll try it. Or maybe I'll start looking into it. Or We, we did. We did. We met a couple. They had followed us and... Actually, they were in Harper's Ferry the same time that we were in Harper's Ferry. They saw us out on the street and they started talking to us and they said they wanted to start backpacking. They had not backpacked. They are almost our age. Mm-hmm. And um, so we talked to them some more. We kept in touch with them. And the first time that they, uh, especially the wife, Pam, tried her backpacking, they met us in New York mm-hmm. and they went a little ways with yeah, us. They did a day and hike camped. With us. They did a day hike with they us camped and camped with us. And then they said, you know what? We're going to do Maryland. So while we were out on the trail, we they did this. They did the whole state of Maryland, wow. and then just recently they went out and they did part Mass- of Massachusetts. Yeah. And they have now become backpackers. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and that just makes us feel so good. They're yeah. such fun people, yeah. and we're so happy that that they're happy in something new that they're doing together. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. I mean, I can't tell you how much that means to us that people are actually. Like we motivated people to go out. I mean, yeah. who knew? That means it's awesome. And I think that has to do with that just being regular people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're like, like not presenting as these studly athletes. <laughs> you know? I mean, Chrissy in, in her uh, college days was, a, you know, an athlete. But like Lynn and I were we really are not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But that just like oh, you know, just like regular people and on older. And I think that the older yeah, group yeah, the older. has really on some of the comments on the videos, it's an older group that really kind of, yeah, that says, wow, you make, you know, it, it makes me want to get out, even if they just get out and walk a little bit. Yeah. I mean, just kind of want to be out hikes yeah. on the trail, yeah. anything, any just, trail. Yeah. It's just good. It's a good thing. That's a, just a cool thing. Well, it, it's sort of like the, the bigger kind of takeaway is, you know, just start. You're not going to do the AT tomorrow. But just start, Mm-mm. start walking, yep. start hiking. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And just right. get outside in the sunshine and the nature. Just get out. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. That is the takeaway mm-hmm. that you, you can do something. You can, you know, do a one mile hike or whatever you could do. And I think a big message in that, that I think people like of our videos and some of the comments is that we have a friendship like I think, you know, when you're older, I think it's important to connect with people, to get outside and do things, to stay active. Our motto is to, we're going to move until we die. Mm-hmm. We're just going to keep moving our bodies because you feel like if you don't, you're, it's going to be hard to get back moving. Yeah. So we're just going to keep moving. Yeah. But I think connecting with people, doing things with friends, you know, people raise their kids, they have their grant, you know, they don't build like a social network or social life where they do stuff. So I think that's kind of, people like that. They're like, oh my gosh, I just love that you guys are friends and that you, you know, I think people are alone sometimes. 
Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. And it's hard to go out and do stuff by yourself, especially if you haven't done it. So um, there was one woman that wrote on Instagram. She said, oh, my God, I want to backpack so bad I'm going to try it she said but I'm afraid to go by myself you know mm-hmm. any suggestions so anyways writing her but she's going to do it she's going to go out for one night down there in yeah. Georgia and do and try it you know yeah. but it's easier when you have somebody to go with you and there's a lot of people who don't have that yeah and it's harder to get started I think when they're yeah. by themselves but I find though on the Facebook page a lot of people put on there hey I'm going to hike this section anybody want to yeah. go and there's people that hook up like it's yeah. meeting yeah. other people yeah, yeah. 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 like a meetup yeah yeah you do get you do I mean when you're together all the time um, as a friend you know as a group like this you do you, it's good for your self I mean it's good for your your personal growth because you have to stay in your adult. I mean, you, mm-hmm. you have, you can't be like acting like a kid out there, you know, having a tantrum or doing this or doing that. You've got to really be mindful of, okay, I'm doing this. I can do this. I'm, you know, this, and, and that part is good. And, and having the support in that, like where every once in a while you go off, you know, you're just like frustrated or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, the other two people, they're not like, Oh my God! No. You know, it's just yeah. kind of you like just look at him now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. You're just kind of like, oh wow. Well. <laughs> and it's great because you. I mean, we have each other, but then you know, you're also dealing with people. I mean, if you're by yourself, you're doing your thing. I mean, we're compromising and doing stuff, but yeah. we walk the same pace. We just, we just kind of have this flow that we we have yeah. that we're all together. We walk the same pace. We like the same stuff. It's not a. It's never any kind of struggle. Yeah. You know, but you know, you, yeah. You're working with a group. I mean, we're a group. So, you know, somebody might be tired one day and the other two aren't. And you kind of are looking at that. But but I love it. I love having to talk. I mean, we like to talk. We talk about a lot of stuff as we're walking along. And we do. There's times where we're silent. We don't say a word. But there's, we're sitting around or yeah. hiking and we talk or we laugh about something or yeah. just fun. Well, and I feel like through the videos, I guess circling back to what we were just talking about, but through your videos, you know, your joy at being out there, your your engagement with being out there, how much fun you were having comes through. And that yeah. entices people. Yeah. 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 I think they equated being outside it's it's fun. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And there, you know, remember all those bumper stickers they used to have? You know, the worst day on the trail is better than your best day at work, which, yeah. yep. you know, they're not, it's kind of apples and oranges. But there is something about that. There is something valuable, even on the days when you're struggling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you're like, yeah, hey, you know, this is still, I'm doing this. Yep. And, yes. Yep. And you make your goal. We always made our goal. We yeah, said, we did. if we, we said, oh, unless we chose to talk to somebody instead. But I mean, really, we would set our thing out and maybe feel like, oh my gosh, I don't know how I'm going to do it. I don't know how I'm going to do 19 miles when I feel like this, but you do and you do it. Mm-hmm. And you're, and you're happy when you're finished. Yeah. And then we're like, Oh my gosh, we did it. We were just, you know, there was one, one day when, uh, we, uh, were at hog, whatever that hog pin, hog pin. camp. Or and we were staying there cause, um, uh, fresh ground had texted us and said he was going to come make breakfast for us. And so, uh, we started, so we did that. It was great to see him. And, 
and we had a great breakfast. And then we started out really late and we had a really long day to do. Oh, man. And we got into that next camp like right before dark. I mean, we were yeah. just like hiking and hiking. And it was super hot. It's super humid. And, and hard. Like, and, and it was really, really hard. hard. And you're just like, oh, my God, I don't know if I get, you know, and, mm-hmm. and we don't say it out loud because mm-hmm. we figure everybody's doing the same thing. But you're just like, oh, I don't need, I don't know if I can make myself do this. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. And then eventually, you know, you get there and, and you're just like, oh, thank God. And then you just like fall into your tent. And <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, awesome. then you have your chores. You get to camp and you have oh, your chores. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it was worth it. In the end, when you look back, you're like, oh, that was so fun. Yeah. yeah. And there were these three people that were section hiking that were in that area with us. So they had breakfast with us. And they were so, so cool. Yeah. They ended up being just this really interesting. Yeah. And this that whole experience of, of you wouldn't have never you would never have had that kind of time to sit for an hour and talk to people and get their story. And, and do that if you had just like, you so know, fun. oh, I got to go. I got 21 miles to do. I got, you know. Yeah. Yeah. What what was your average mileage or, or what was, because I'm assuming you had some sort of overall plan in terms of how you were going to get from point A to point B within, a you know, six months or what have you. We set out to do, we our goal in our minds were to do 15 miles a day. A day. Yeah. Okay. Average. And we would do... 20, 19, 17, sometimes, sometimes we do 13, yeah. but so it balanced out. Sometimes you, you know, like. In the, and then in the whites, we yeah, were doing different. more like the eight and 10. Yeah. So, you know, that really slowed us up. But I would say overall too, yeah, probably yeah. 15. Yeah, that was our goal. And I don't know yeah. if we quite got it, but that was what we sh- were shooting for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you find when you were doing sort of around the 15, 13 to 15-ish, your body felt okay, but, or maybe I'm asking this in different, in the wrong way. Was there a point in terms of the mileage where your body felt okay, but then if you went a couple of extra miles, you really felt it the next day? Yeah. I usually felt pretty good up to like 17. Yeah. yeah. I would I, After I would 17, that, yeah. I... A little more tired the next day. Yeah. yeah. We would be, I'd be ready to be done, but I could push mm-hmm. it. You know what I mean? Like I was kind of going, like you just get tired and you're kind of feel your legs and my feet and I'd be like, oh, but, but I felt like I could keep going for a long time. It's just kind of like where you just felt like, oh yeah, I'm kind of done. Everything starts kind of achy, you know, your hips, legs, you're, you're hungry, you're, you know. Yeah, you just want to kind of go set up your tent. You want to get off your feet. Get your water and Mm -hmm. sit for a while. Yeah. So I would say 17. I think 17, we did pretty well. Yeah, how, I agree. How long did it take you to work up to that 17? Well, well, you know, we did our first 16 right as we entered North Carolina. Yeah, we did yeah. slow in Georgia. Like, they, you know, they say, go slow in Georgia, get your legs through all that. So we do like eight miles in Georgia. Yeah, yeah. 10, 12. And yeah. then, you, then we did do 16 going into, we just decided to go further to that shelter. It would have been 13 and we went three miles further. Yeah. So we kind of, that was our first long day, 16. Yeah. And then, um, but you know, if we did like a 16, then we might do 12 the next there at the beginning. Yeah. Um, and we did that all the, we, once we got, uh, I don't know, it, it didn't take us that long, probably North Carolina. We did 19 into hot springs. Yeah. So probably North Carolina, we started doing more miles, but then you would have, and we did that pretty regular all the way up to the whites. 
when we got to the white, we did less miles. You have to. Yeah. You, you would take, it would take 10 hours to do 10 miles in the whites. You would go a mile an hour. And you'd feel good about it. it yeah. Maybe do a happy. mile an hour. And you're yeah. crawling. <laughs> I mean, you're bouldering and crawling. So you, it wasn't like you were walking slow. You were crawling over rocks. So it took, it took us one day to go five and a half miles. It took us five hours wow. to go up to the. Yeah, that's true. Because we were just. Oh, was that up to it's the. It's like rock climbing. To the lift. Yeah. To, the to that mitzvah. Oh, from that cross oh, up yeah, to mitzvah was oh, yeah. five hours. And then from mitzvah. To the next hut, it was perfect, wonderful trail, and we got there in no time. If it was a trail, we we can make time, but it was just and and Maine was hard. Maine was slower, yeah. Too. Yeah. And then I think it's okay if you know that, mm-hmm. and and you're once you like, accept that, you're just not <laughs> get the miles in. Yeah, that was hard. It was hard to go twelve hours <laughs> and do. Like 14 miles. Or do 14 miles or that, do those are the really hard really days. hard days. And we had that in in the whites and in most of Maine. Yeah. Even in the wilderness at the beginning, the first couple the days first of the wilderness, I of, thought, oh my gosh. First couple of days of hundred mile wilderness are Creature. hard. Mm-hmm. And it had rained right before we came in. It didn't rain on us, but everything was wet. So that first day had had that factor where yeah. you, you know you can't step on any wet rock or root and it's different if you walk for nine hours and do 18 miles than doing yeah. nine hours and doing nine miles. Very different. Yeah, because your body is moving in a normal way when you're, if you're hiking at, you know, like a little over two miles an hour, two miles an hour, it's like your body's moving and it feels good. When you're doing that other, where you're just like having to place every foot and, you know. So you end up having, working harder, but yeah. doing half the miles. Yeah. Yeah, it's just it's like, oh my gosh, we're not getting anywhere. Yeah. But you do that too. Mm-hmm. I would assume that that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. it was. Yep. Well, I learned how to cuss kind of better. <laughs> but that was, one of those, that was one of those things where you accept what was yeah. going on, but it was. I, I couldn't change it. Yeah. So, yeah. I would, we would work so hard, two hours would go by and be like, well, we oh did two miles. I said, oh, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> we were always questioning. I, I said, Lynn, that thing's wrong. She'd I look know. at gun books. I said, that's wrong. I almost told you. Right. I know. I would hate to tell them, like, oh, no, we only did two miles. Yeah. Oh. oh. Then you'd be like, oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. The red dot just isn't moving. No. Yeah. It didn't move. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. But then I, I think, um, you know, it would help us because, Young people that were out there with us, they'd be like, oh, my God, I practically died out there. <laughs> and we'd be like, oh, okay. Then we yeah, felt then we did not the terrain. Bad. It's not just <laughs> us. You know? Right. It, it has nothing to do with age. It's just being out there. No. Which is hard. Yeah. Yeah. There's certain stretches of the trail. The whites, certainly. I mean, and then, yeah. I mean, it's just so rugged. It's just like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Circling, circling back a little bit to your feet stuff because i i need to develop some sort of foot routine that will see me through 2600 plus miles yep and so i'm i'm very fascinated by what your thing is <laughs> yes we use this um youtube yeah there was a, a youtube uh video we found from caroline jordan and 
there was a foot strengthening and stretching video. She has a, several of them. She, she was injured at one point with her feet, and she, so she, she does a lot of different things. But anyway, for some reason, that one worked for us. And we decided... Well, Christy and I started doing that like twice, twice a, a day. day. Yep, It's about a 15-minute okay. workout with your feet. It just works your feet. But I'm telling you, it made a huge difference for me. Huge. And for me, too. When you first start doing it, as you're doing the exercise she has you do, you realize, oh, man, I need to do this. Yeah. Because your ankles feel weak and your feet feel weak. And, and stabilizing muscle. Just standing on one leg, I'd be all over the place. I, the Stabilizing muscle in the lower leg. Um, all of that uh, really made a difference. Strengthening your the muscles on the tops of your feet and your arch, all that stuff was totally worth doing. But I, we could put the I think we put the link on, but we could put the link on mm-hmm. again. Or mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and I'll also link to it too, or I'll, I'll also I'll bring yeah, it up. and we could probably yeah send it to you or whatever. But yeah, yeah. we could. But that one was a great one. But there was there's a lot of other ones. Um, but that was a really good one that we used. It was simple. I mean, it's just like a 15 minute thing, mm-hmm. and then you know, it was it was easy to do it every day. We were pretty faithful. And you guys were continuing to do it while you were on the trail as well, correct? Some of it. Some of it. Um, I did a lot of it. Just yeah. the moving. You just learned how to kind of stretch and move your feet from that bit that I kind of incorporated in. I, and you know, I had to before. Before we could get out of the tent, we had to <laughs> mm-hmm. we had to stretch our feet because you are hobbled, and I mean they call it the hiker hobble. But I could hardly get out of the tent and walk because your feet get so stiff in the Achilles part of your foot, and you could just so we had to stretch before we even got out of the tent in the morning. Still have to actually. I'm stiff right now sitting here, but you have to really <sighs> stretch out those tendons and muscles. It's almost like you have to do like a warm up. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Or I guess as I always as I always refer to it for myself, I have to oil the joints before I start moving. Yeah. yeah. Now you guys were also using something called correctos, right? Or Oh yeah. Yeah. I Annette's using that, yeah. So I and I I kind of came upon those by accident really. But they totally worked for me. I wore them the entire trip and they totally totally works for me now you have to have a really wide toe box to wear them so the ultra shoes have the really wide toe box to wear so i wore ultras the whole time now i i wear hokas and my toe box is not wide enough to wear those my 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 little toe would rub on the side of the shoe so you do have to have a wide toe box for those yeah for the for the issues that i was having it it really took care of like all of the problems. Abundance, like it lines your feet up. It lines your metatarsal, your toes up with your mm-hmm. metatarsals and and uh keeps your toes separated, keeps them from doing that like hammer toe thing where they start to curl as you're walking. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've ever Or sometimes you can get blisters where the toes rub together or one's yeah. underneath one. Or oh yeah, I I mean I, I I my feet are like textbook bad in some ways before that. But I love them. I felt like they gave me better balance and that I was using my feet more, that I was actually like um, using my toes more mm-hmm. to, to uh, as I walked. I love them. Yeah. I'm, I, they're not paying me or anything, but they should consider it because I probably sold a hundred years <laughs> yeah. there for them. And they do take a while. They're like an orthotic. You have to kind of start. Yeah. Do a little bit at a time. But. Yeah. 
And you have to hike with them. You have to keep them on. It's not like they set your toes up and then you could take them off and just hike without. No, no they're meant to be weight bearing. So you hike, oh. you do the activity in them, you yeah. hike in. And okay. um, it, I, I think if you're patient, if you like are willing to uh, do it first, the, I didn't do that much of a break in with them because I started with them right before we did the superior trail and I wore them pretty much all the time for that. Every once in a while I'd have to take my shoe off and adjust them because I, my feet weren't as used to them as they are now. But during this hike, I mean, after it's your feet are like get really wet and muddy and all sliding around in there. So every once in a while it'd get weird, but I basically just had no problems with them. Just left them on. Now Lynn had foot issues at some point on the trail, mm-hmm. right? Liz, I did. Liz's going to confess to you now. <laughs> yeah, no, I did not do the exercises so much. So, so I got on and, I, yeah, I had like, plantar fasciitis. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. I mean, I would say for about 500 miles, I hurt all the time, most every step. And it just, and it got worse and it got worse. I was off for a couple of days in Pennsylvania and just to rest, it didn't work. So then I... um by the time we got to, we were in New Jersey, I just had a day, I just couldn't do anymore. So I got off and I went the next day to a podiatrist and I got a cortisone shot. And she said, you know, she gave me though this one stretch that I now do faithfully at night and in, and a couple other stretches I've been doing. But with that cortisone shot within, I took about four days off and the first day it hurt some, the next day a little bit, and then I really haven't had any pain since. So I've been doing great, but that's why they're leaving for Colorado on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. I'm going back to New York, and I'm going to finish up. I have 82 miles in New York I'm going to finish, and then I have 32 miles in Pennsylvania that I'm going to go ahead and finish, and then I'm done. So then I'll have okay. all the miles. But mine was just – and. I've learned, I mean, the things that the podiatrist showed me are great, and I'm going to, you know, continue to do those, and then I will do some more stretches so that I don't ever have that problem again. Mm -hmm. And I I did switch shoes, too. I was wearing some Adidas shoes, and I switched to Hoka's, and I love them, too, so I'll probably always wear Hoka's from now on, too, Mm -hmm. just more cushiony and stuff, so. Did you find the cushions, the cushioniness of them helping, just that extra padding so to speak no not not until i got the shot really <laughs> but I think what but when i stepping on rocks and stuff from the first of the trail when i had the other shoes and then i got these i love these because they really stick to the rock well and then i didn't feel the rocks underneath so much and stuff i mean yeah i like them a lot yeah now, what versions of Hoka are you guys wearing versus the Ultras? Well, I wear the Speed Goat 3s. And I have, I, I don't know if they're called the Mafate, M-A-F-A-T-E. I haven't found them in the store. I found them online. I really, really like them. They worked really well for they me. They held up really well. And they held yeah, up well. They they're, held up good. Yeah, they're really, they're a really great shoe. I, I was wearing, I think, the Stinsons before, and they switched. They changed the model. You know how they do that, and it just didn't yeah. fit the same. So then I, mm-hmm. I saw these and had them. They were a little bit more expensive because the outer part of them are a little bit more durable. But um, I, have, I love them. They're great. And what about the ultras? Were you the Lone Peak? Yeah, I'm doing the Lone Peaks, and I, uh, 
She started with a 3.5. I started with an old version I got. Yeah. It's a 3.5. And those are like gone. I couldn't get them anymore. They don't it's, make them anymore. They're really. These yeah. are. I'm, those are four, four yeah. or something. Lone Peak four point and they're made a little bit better. Yeah, these are a little mm -hmm. bit better made. If you do alters, you have to put like a seam seal along the toe because they open. Uh, otherwise, they pop open like the first few days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, so, God, I know and they're not cheap, they but do. they do. My the first the first pair that I had out on the trail was like horrible, like a big scoop <laughs> on the front of my shoe. <laughs> That would be a tad inconvenient. Mm -hmm. It was bad. That was when my scrubby really came in handy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scrubby glove. I wanted to touch base with you guys, uh, and I guess Christy more specifically, the hot flashes. How oh, yeah. Go? Oh, my God. I'm always having a hot flash. Always. Um, really hard when it's when you're in the humidity. <laughs> yeah. When you're in the tent, I know. When, you know, Christy and I share it a two person tent mm -hmm. and when she has a hot flash, <laughs> I, I mean, the whole tent goes up by like 10 degrees. I'm like, Oh my God, it's horrible. Um, yeah, but you know, they seem better. I mean, yeah. they are less, they are less than what I used to have, but we all have them actually. Yeah. Yes, we do. I love that silk liner. I love the silk liner for my hot flashes because I have one of those, um, X therm, uh, pads and it's kind of that plastic bed, you know, the, the sleeping pad. And you just stick to that. So the silk liner I like because then you can use that and and we want you can wash it all the time. Every time we did a laundry, we wash it, you know. Yeah. But whatever that weighs, five ounces or whatever. And sometimes it, in in the winter I used it as a layer, but then sometimes when it was really hot, I could just sleep in the liner. Mm -hmm. um, Without it. But it's so easy to wash the liner other than the sleeping bag so yeah i've heard that i've heard that did did you find that the i guess the hot flashes or the night sweats whichever you want to look at it um that at, at a certain point even though it was still a little bit winter you had enough of them at the night or whatever that you could literally get away with the silk liner just because of that in the winter you mean well as you were getting towards spring basically yeah so, christy has a, she has like a 40 degree quilt so yeah, I could just. She can have her quilt on sometimes when I can't have mine on. Yeah. So sometimes, so like I, I have a the silk liner and then the quilt, and there's certain like when it was just in the winter I used all my layers, and then mm -hmm. then at times I could use just the silk liner and have the bag kind of pushed down, and if I got cold I could bring pull it up. And then there were some times where I didn't. I just laid on top of the silk liner, and just used the sleeping bag, kind of. You know what yeah. I mean? But you were prepared for any eventuality. I, I was. Yeah. yeah. But but in this kind of humidity, I mean, you can actually. I mean, I, I, we've done it. You can get away with just sleeping on your on your pad in Colorado, and it's not like you're sticking to it and sweaty. But here, you cannot. You have to have some lay. Mm -hmm. or, you know, either you're wearing clothes. Or you're, um, you have to have something between you and the pad because it is just, yeah, it's hot and sticky. Like, ugh, yeah. Did the rest of you also have sleeping bag liners or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I did. Oh, Lynn does it. That's right. Yeah, Lynn has a bag. Annette and I have the quilt. Yeah, I have a mummy bag. But, you know, 
sometimes I just would open it up kind of like a quilt, but I barely would be covered when it was really hot or not covered up at all. So I just lay on that on top of my pad. So it worked. <laughs> We're not no gear heady people. No. I mean, we like stuff that works and that, but I don't know, like, and I, I, the less items, the better mm -hmm. for me. I like having, and this is the fewest items I think I've ever taken backpacking mm -hmm. and it worked great. Yep. I did not need anything else. I was good. In our Kindles. I was going to say, what did you find to be the most um, uh, important or, or most helpful item besides regular i mean regular gear that you just have to have but our kindles having yeah. something to be able to read when you're not too tired at and night. the gut hooks the gut and hooks the gut hooks app and um i think that was helpful the book yeah guide. and the a wall guide yeah and our croquet set <laughs> <laughs> and your spanish language pictures yeah. yeah, I actually use that book a lot because you don't have any service out there. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I finally just gave up after <laughs> I gave up the Spanish book, and then I was like, okay, forget it. I'll just give up on Spanish for a while. <laughs> we we were all doing the Duolingo Spanish thing, but we could never get service, so we yeah. haven't done any for six months. You're Next gonna be rusty. Yeah, <laughs> you know? very, very. <laughs> <laughs> Practice where you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But stretching and that kind of stuff were you guys doing out there? I mean, other than the foot stuff or foot ankle stuff. Just just any kind of yeah. leg stretches, you know, or the quads where you stand and pull one leg behind. The, I was doing um, calf, a lot of calf stretching in the lower yeah. calf. I find my stiffest part is the lower calf and the Achilles down yeah. there. So there's a little stretch you can do that really stretches that lower part there. Did that a lot. Um, hamstrings. Hips. Yeah. Hips. I did my hips a lot. Mm -hmm. And you can pretty much tell what you need to stretch as you're, as mm -hmm. you're, you know. Lower back a little yeah. bit. I mean, and we, in your tent, when you're lying down, you do some different things, you know, pulling your knees up to your chest and doing that. But otherwise, I did all stand-up stretches. Yeah, stand-up stretches yeah. before we went to bed and in the morning. Yeah. yeah. And you can definitely tell what you need just based on the feel. Mm -hmm. But my stiffest part is that lower calf Achilles area. That was my stiffest part. Every morning, I'd have to stretch that so I could just walk. Yeah. And then it would warm up, and I was fine. It didn't give me any problem, but it would always stiffen up. Did you have, I mean, other than, than Lynn's uh, thing, did either of the other of you guys have any issues injury-wise or that kind of thing? No. Not lasting. Like, my knees hurt in the white, um, just really sore, going downhill. Sometimes my knees would hurt, but they would recover. I rolled my foot once, but that nothing really serious happened. We had a couple of falls. All of us had some pretty amazing hard falls, and <laughs> oh, we all yeah. survived without any. Kind of popped up and last yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm really, truly, I said to these guys a couple of times, I said out loud, I'm so proud of my body. <laughs> I just can't believe my body did as well as it did. I, I mean, my feet, my legs, and I'm still walking normal. Usually, if I do a long hike, I'm kind of limping for a few days yeah. i'm not limping I'm, I'm stiff but i'm so proud of my body i, I think we all yeah. felt that way we were out there the we whole time none of us got sick uh -uh. yeah 
uh, I mean, not a cold, not Nothing. anything. And we're basically all just like you fall, you get some bruising, but you'd be like, eh, you know, I'm okay. I can walk. Yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. Yeah, you hit the ground and immediately scan for yeah. any sharp pain in the body. <laughs> I I'd start with the legs and I'd say, okay, my legs are good. I'm good. I yeah. fell on the top part of Katahdin. I mean, like a full out front fall where I landed on my hands yeah. and did like a push up back up. I was like, okay, that, <laughs> that was too close. You were doing a burpee. Yeah. yeah. So we were lucky. Yeah, I mean, very. But it it feels like it's a testament to to your bodies, to to your your minds and your bodies. Yeah, yeah. And being solution oriented, where we've tried to prevent as much as we can too. I mean, we really have done a lot of preventative stuff for our feet and knees, and and you're looking for ways to keep going, not really yeah. to stop. Yeah. I mean, I think you could say, oh, man, I'm just falling too much or too often or, you know, it feels too. But you're not really looking for that. You're looking for ways to keep going. Yeah. yeah. You could take it either way, I think. Was there ever a moment for any of you where you did contemplate quitting? No. 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 I mean, that day when I just hurt so bad and I had and I stopped but I thought okay I'm going to try a cortisone shot mm-hmm. because I'd tried other things I'd done different stretches and this and that I mean and I mean that just I We thought Lynn that. might not make it. We yeah, did at that point it was not looking good. She didn't want to quit but I did we not we questioned to. whether or not she would get if that didn't work we didn't know what was going to happen but I yeah I I don't if that would not have worked I I couldn't have done the whole thing I don't think mm-hmm. at all so but otherwise, no, nope. no, never felt like quitting. I worried, and when my knees were so bad in the whites, I worried. Oh my gosh, I hope I can keep. I hope I'm not going to get to the point where I can't keep going. But, but they recovered. I recovered. I, we had to take some t- some days there to recover. Yeah, the body is a miraculous thing. Yeah, just yeah. unbelievable. <laughs> just so proud of our bodies. I think that's a true statement. <laughs> So, so how are you going to thank your bodies now? Well, rest, but we'll still hike. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll start hiking again, but, you know, nothing really hard for a long time, maybe. <laughs> and eat good foods. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, I think it's going to be so nice to eat really fruits and vegetables. And keep, and, we have a pretty regular workout routine that we do. And well-made foods. A stretching yeah. routine. Getting back to that would be fun. I just yeah. kind of want a period of time with some balance. Just, just exercise and rest, and you know, like not so extreme. Mm-hmm. Just moderate workout and eating well, and you know, sometimes we will hike in the morning, and then you know, later in the day, bike or something. You know, like just kind of more moderate kind of stuff for a while. It's extreme. That's an extreme. You, you know, yeah. through hiking is yeah. just all, your it's whole extreme. focus, yeah. and it. I loved it, but I'm looking forward to having a little bit more balance. Yeah. I, I'm also afraid to ask like what your next adventure is. If you, if you guys even know that yet, we don't, we don't know yet, but we we know we'll be, it'll be good. Whatever. <laughs> there's a lot, of, there's a lot of things we want to do, you know what I mean? So we're just not mm-hmm. sure, you know, we full-time RV, so we're going to, um, go back into our RVs and roll around and um, do some adventures that way for a while mm-hmm. and then figure out our next plan of action. 
There's so many exactly. things to do. It's hard to choose. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. At least for me, I feel like I would rather cherry pick sections of the trail, like do the John Muir trail rather than say, I'm just going to go do the whole Pacific Crest trail or, um, you know, maybe do the Ozark Highlands trail and some of those kinds of trails that we've looked at before and just do the really dramatic sections of them or the, um, you know, do it that way. Yeah. A little bit more section hiking. Yeah. Like those lash people. I thought lashing was a great way to, (laughs) to, to do the trail. The, uh, you know, you're, yeah. you're out there for a while. A you're doing a long a, section. A month by the time, I think yeah. it'd be good. Yeah. But we, you know, we're we're on a mission to see all the national parks and monuments here in the U.S. We kind of want to go overseas and do stuff. And I mean, there's just so many things to do. We've have we just have yeah. to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. How are you doing on the on the national parks monuments thing? We've done about forty two. 42 out of the 62 i think i think we have about 20 more yeah you're doing good um yeah we're doing great and a lot of the monuments i haven't kept up with how many monuments we've seen and historic sites and but what is your most vivid memories from the trail Hmm. well i think just recently our very last night really camping on the trail yeah we had a perfect camp spot in, in a, on a lake, and the loons were amazing all night long. Yeah. Clear night. Stars were spectacular. Perfect camp. Yeah. Really. Cool. Yeah, nice, cool evening. It was just a really special evening. Like, it was, a, it was our last night before, while well, we were actually on the trail camping before you get to the, yeah. the A-ball bridge and then yeah. below Katana. So it was like a huge gift of a goodbye. Yeah. Kind of, mm-hmm. It was like certainly one of my favorite nights. And I yeah. think walking through, um, I think we were in Virginia and the flowers and spring and mm-hmm. the, um, right, the, the May apples and the, remember that? Apples and the um, trillium. 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 Just field of mm-hmm. trillium mm-hmm. that that was special yeah yeah it was like spring mm-hmm. spring sprung right like right as we were watching it mm-hmm. yeah. i mean it was just amazing the way things leaves opened up and flowers popped open like right as you're walking through them it was incredible and the barred owls at night yeah, would yeah. be right outside the shelter sometimes i love wood thrushes and we had wood thrushes until we got to New Hampshire, we had wood yeah. brushes throughout. Mm-hmm. And and I don't know, I don't know, but I have like this, there was always, you always had this really great feeling of being on this little tiny path that went so long. You know what I mean? Like this thin yeah. little, I don't know, you just felt, it was mm-hmm. like this amazing thing to think that you're walking a footpath for that long. Yeah. You always had this special yeah. feeling, like connected to something uh, magical. I think there was just a lot of yeah, a lot of great. There's just something about it, like, and you're moving forward, and it's like this amazing thing. It's like an amazing feeling. Well, and on the AT, you go through so many states too. Yeah, and that was fun. Yeah, I for some reason I just could not wait to cross into Connecticut. I don't know why, because mm-hmm. it was New England. <laughs> something and I was just like 
I could not believe I'd gone from I know. you know Georgia to Connecticut mm-hmm. of all the things, but and we really liked Virginia going through there. Yeah. People would say to us, "Oh, Virginia's boring or whatever." And I think if you're trying to get miles, it's just long. But if it's but if we really are in the moment, Virginia was spectacular. It was with a lot of great things to see. What was your and, favorite I mean, the thing? My po- I loved Grayson Highland State Park with the pony. Yeah. And then they had the triple crown of the dragon's tooth, the um, McAfee knob. And, and, the, and that's where spring was springing yep. for us. And the, the ferns. Yeah. The ferns and the trillium. I can't really, I mean, mm-hmm. you can't begin to explain what it's like to just be. And filled to that. You know, immersed yeah. in a field of trillium. And, and then you have the Shenandoah National Park, which was awesome. Yeah, we Walked there. right through that. I mean, there was always something in um, Virginia that you were looking forward to. And it was a beautiful state. You you almost wrote a poem about it. Yeah, well, right then. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, it was awesome. Is there anything that you feel like we haven't talked about that we should? I mean, I think no. we've. I think I've, I don't we've think covered that. the people that we met. Mm-hmm. And if, yeah, just the excitement of getting to the end. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you couldn't contain your excitement hardly when you were uh-huh. at the end. And then you got and you seeing that little sign. You could see it from kind of the yeah. ways, and there was a little bit of a cloud going yeah. across. And all of a sudden, I saw that little sign. Oh my god! So excited! Yeah. And in a couple of days before, you're just trying not to get injured. It's like all yeah. of a sudden, I said to these guys when when I used to play basketball, there would be this playing to win or playing not to lose. You wanted mm-hmm. to play to win, but I felt like oh, I'm hiking not to get hurt. Yeah. I mean, I felt myself. <laughs> Picking. Oh my gosh. Oh, oh my gosh. Because you were you, you were just so close. So fun. Yeah, that part. Just the mm-hmm. just just the get there. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, yeah. it was great. But no, yeah, I think that covers everything. Yeah. I mean, we just had an awesome time. We I'm so glad we did it. We're so oh, glad yeah. we made it. Yeah. We got to experience the whole entire trail and it's great. You know, we set a goal and we set, we looked at it as we had this really big long-term goal Then you have medium range goals and you had this short-term goal like day to day. And so we would, you know, you, so you might say we're going to have three days and we'll get to hot springs, you know, or, or medium range goal there. And we do these short-term goals and we get there. And then you do another section of that, you know, mm-hmm. but you always had the big long-term goal out there, but you just kind of broke everything down into these little yeah, like workable you, goals. Yeah. You had like your key cities, like Damascus and then Harper's, Harper's Ferry. You have those kind of milestone yeah. markers yeah. that are out there ahead yeah. of you. Yeah. 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 And and just trying to celebrate every 100 mile mark and, yeah. you know, keep yourself uh, motivated in the game. Yeah. Because, there is a lot of, you're just walking. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're walking day after day after day after day. So, you, you know, it's good to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Little things motivated yeah. us. There's always something that kind of motivated you along. But anyway, it was awesome. Great experience. It was. Awesome trail. I, it gets back to the ways the way that you guys would uh, end each of your videos with uh, find your wild and uh, get outside. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. That's right. And I think overall, if I were saying to people who are like listening or trying to decide, it's totally worth trying. Mm-hmm. Try, try. It. I mean, if if you're interested in doing the whole thing, 
put in your mind that you're going for the whole thing, but at least get out there and try it mm-hmm. yeah. and give yourself enough of a chance to experience, to feel all that that encompasses, you know, to be a, to the body and soul mm-hmm. part yeah. of it. Because we felt, I think what gave us the courage to do it is that we felt like just doing anything would be a win. If we just, yeah. if we went out and did Georgia, that would have been a, we would have expanded the confines of our lives because yeah. it would have been a new experience. Right. So we, we, we don't feel, we weren't looking at failing. Right. Cause you exactly. don't fail. I think we if you try something, yeah. you don't fail, yeah. you know? So we're just like, Oh, let's just go experience what we can and, and uh, go as far as we can. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It was super fun. When did it feel to you? Like, I know you guys went out there with the idea of doing the whole thing and, but you just kind of also said that, you know, you're like, oh, let's let's see if we can get through Georgia. When right, did right. you guys basically go, oh, yeah, Katahdin, we're getting to Katahdin? <laughs> you know, no, no question. I don't know. I think we started out going, hey, we're going to get to Katahdin. Yeah. But, uh, but, I, but we also said... But we didn't really think about it for a while. No, we didn't. We thought of a state-by-state um, state kind of... Yeah, we, you couldn't see it. You couldn't even see the brown sign. It was like a blur so far up there. But I think when we first started out, we thought, let's see how our bodies do. We had no idea how our bodies would handle. So, I mean, we did the Colorado Trail. and knew we hiked for six weeks or whatever. So we knew we could do that. But we just thought, well, let's just assess. Let's do a month and see how we feel. But I think early on, we thought, if we keep feeling like we're feeling, we'll make it. We can do it. If yeah. our bodies really mentally and emotionally, we were great. We knew we would be fine. If our bodies can continue to do what they're doing, because after a month, we felt pretty good. We were in hot springs on our first month, uh, North Carolina. Yeah. And we were loving it. And we thought, oh, yeah, yeah, we, we're good. We're going to keep going. And we knew if we kept feeling like that, we would make it. All it, Really, the biggest thing that would have stopped us was an injury. That, yeah. That's the only thing that would have stopped us. It would have been an injury where you yeah. had to stop broken bone or a yeah that would have been it where where can people find you if they want to touch touch base and, and pick your brains a little bit or just kind of follow your continuing adventures well our youtube channel is the wander women christy annette and lynn and we have the instagram is the same and we have a facebook page that we put some of our rving stuff on it's called rvsters um <laughs> rv st E-R-S, our beasters. Okay. And um, people can write and com- people write us on Instagram and mm-hmm. on, on our comments on, on the, on the YouTube, YouTube. And we, and we want to um, do some videos where we answer questions. When we get done and we get home, we're going to try to do some videos. People have a lot of questions they want to ask us and stuff like that. So we'll answer some of, you know, kind of do some videos on equipment mm-hmm. we've used and stuff like that. Yeah. Perfect. And people have questions. People have questions just like um, about, you know, what stretches did we do? What feet mm-hmm. exercises? What? I mean, especially older, the older group, you know, yeah. are kind of saying, gosh, you know, I'd like to know this. And that, so I think we're going to continue to kind of uh, talk about some of those things. things. Yeah. 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 You you know, you totally should. I mean, that is, I think, one of the things that stops or limits people from doing what you just did is because they get fearful. Yeah, yeah. See you guys do it, and then understanding better how you did it. Yeah, yeah. And solutions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was fun okay. talking mm-hmm. with you. Yeah.
It was fantastic talking with you guys. And I will probably uh, circle back with you and have a few more questions, I have to admit. Um, because no problem. Your, your guys' journey and, and the ways that you hacked the system of doing it um, are fantastic. And good luck on uh, the rest of the trail, Lynn, and, and getting back to Colorado, you guys. All right. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Show notes and links for the Wonder Women's gear can be found on our website at hiking-through.com. Special thanks to the Wonder Women for sharing their stories from the trail and Maya Wynn for the use of the song Try Again. If you have through hiking adventures to share, we'd love to hear them. Please email me at hikingthroughpodcast at gmail.com or you can also DM me on Instagram at hikingthroughpodcast. If you like what we're doing here, we'd also love it if you would find us on your favorite podcast provider and leave a review. I'll see you on the trail.